Welcome, Parabelle fans. We're up in the Northeast doing our thing in this. Well, it's not really winter, is it, Rob? It's kind of like a cold fall day. Yeah, that's fine with me. Is it? Yeah. You look out the studio windows and you see a little light drizzle. So, hop aboard with us. We're going to take you on a mishmash of Parababble news. Random babblings. Yeah. And boy, do we have a load for you. Yeah. <laughs> the people bringing this, we give them all credit. It's all internet stuff, but we're, yeah. we're rocking it out. I'll give credit to each one that we go through. And you know what I have right here? What are these? Those are the keys. Keys to what, Rob? Your car? Your house? No, these are keys to the Parababble vault. Oh, yeah. Our leader is away. The lovely Allison's jet-setting all over the place, and she left us the keys to the Parababble vault. I thought she was abducted by aliens. No. No, she can't. No. No. She's out there on the road gathering information and stories for us. Ah. But she has to trust us with the keys to the studio. And that's going to be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it might be. We'll find out. We're, we are going to we are going to dig deep into the archives that we have here at the studios and see what kind of trouble we can throw yeah. out there for you. Down one babbler. Down one babbler. She's doing her thing. So <clears throat> we've been hungover from Halloween. That's why there hasn't been an episode in a month or so or more. Yep. And what a lineup we have for 2016 coming in there. We're finalizing our new stuff. We have a ton of guests coming in. Parababble, how many episodes have we done so far? We have 10 out and done. This would be episode 11. Yep. So we'll re-sign re our contract, yep. so to speak, yep. and we will have like some amazing guests and some places and things that not a lot of people have done yet. Yeah, I think so. And I'm like really happy for that because it's, it's you know, 10, 10 episodes we've learned, you know, some of our things we can do and can't do, but yeah. we really want to dig in some deeper things, not like, like you know... There's a lot of other podcast shows out there to rehash it, and I understand some of it's hard to not, you know, to avoid or not avoid because, really, aliens, ghosts, paranormal, past lives. It all kind of mishmashes together. It all everybody. at some point. But I think the key here is taking this show to a new level and trying to find some things that just aren't in the common eye as much as we would like. Yeah, and if anybody has suggestions on what they want us to babble about, you can email us at parababblepodcast at gmail.com. We will respond to you eventually, one day. It might take us a week, it might take us two weeks, but we will get back to you, unless you're an a-hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's and, plenty of those around. Uh, no, no, it's all been nice to the oh, podcast. Well, to us. I'm just saying, you know, in case anybody wants to be an a-hole. Uh, you could also send us a message or just write on our wall on Facebook at facebook.com slash parababble or tweet at us at parababble on Twitter. You know, though, the aliens are having a contract dispute right now. The union's stepping in, so we might not get your email fast as we'd like it to because they don't want to work right now. Yeah, so. that's why we're slow to respond. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about? Let's... Uh... Let's get into some of this yeah. freakiness out here. Yeah, so today's episode, we are really doing a mishmash because what we did was we went and we looked for news stories, recent events, some not so recent, but they're being written about now, and we opened them all up on our Parababble supercomputer. We have a supercomputer? Yeah, this is our Parababble supercomputer, nice. and we're going to go through and share these recent events and stories and kind of uh, babbled about them, see what we think about them. And some of these stories you might have heard, but to us they might be new, so eh, 
If you heard it before, join along. Or if you know there's something that we're missing out of this story, you know, like I said, type us on over. We'll see if the aliens will get us the messages, but you yeah, know how that never works. Know. Yeah, once the mothership gets around, they get all stupid and confused, and they don't know what to do. So. Yeah, it's those gray aliens. It's, you know. <laughs> you know They're hanging around too many uh, redneck farmers. They don't know what's going on. Redneck farmers. Ooh. Yeah. I knew. Well, there's no city aliens, is there? No. There's the ones that always get abducted. It's those guys out in the... Out in the uh, middle of nowhere, you know. Happens. Yeah. This is all part of this is all part of the big picture. <laughs> what are we gonna go with? We um, wanna go with aliens as big as polar bears, or <laughs> do we have to look that up? Or well, no, we got it. We got it. Let's see. Um, okay, so this is from the Huffington Post's Paranormal Science. Science. I'm using quotation marks. Oh. Uh, a website. And uh, they have an article on here that's, well, it's not that recent, but it doesn't matter because they believe <laughs> that aliens might weigh as much as polar bears and be tallest, taller than the tallest man who ever lived. So what you're saying is if I see a polar bear, I have a good chance of it being an alien too? Or um, are they just saying the alien is the size of a polar bear? <laughs> They're saying that the aliens can be the size of a polar bear, approximately 661 pounds, um, which is equivalent to the average polar bear. How do their ships hold all that weight? Well, I mean, they, they got, you know, they're really good with aerodynamics and stuff. I'm sure they're aliens. They, they're much more advanced than us. I just can't see them being that big. Um, Maybe they have, like, technology where they could, like, shrink themselves and make things more compact. You know what? Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Right. Or just basically what they do is if they want new aliens, they just pour a little water on them and they expand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can get those at the uh, dollar stores if we want. That's that would be fun to see. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they do that. Who knows? Maybe it's not as advanced as we think. So we can't keep them as a pet if they're as big as a polar bear. No, they probably wouldn't let you either if they're aliens that are intelligent enough to travel across the universe and to our. So we're getting abducted planet. and probed by aliens is that big. Six hundred and sixty pounds, and also they believe that they could be taller than the tallest person who ever lived, who was a guy by the name of uh, Robert Wadlow, and he was eight foot eleven inches. So taller than that. That's a big ass alien. Yeah. And I don't, I, it, I don't know. Do we throw the theory out that aliens are only like three, four foot, and they come in and they can just like, they're like a gremlin in my head. They're yeah. like small. They can come in and terrorize you mentally, and then. You know, probe you, poke you in the eye, stick things in your nose, leave little metal things in you, and then be gone. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the stereotypical alien that you always see and hear about. It's like the small, big eyes, big head, but they're only like three feet, four feet tall. Usually that's an ass kicking, right? Yeah. That's an ass kicking in it, most universes. <laughs> now we got to deal with these big, clunky, like, aliens coming down with, like, you know... Sasquatchian type of bodies and just uh, no, that's a bunch of crap, I think. But you know, they does that mean their brain's smaller too? No, actually, there's something in here. Well, what? Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, it really doesn't matter like the size of the creature because right in here it has a quote from um, Dr. Seth Showstack who is a senior astronomer at the SETI Institute in Mountain View, California. And he says that it, do, it doesn't, basically it doesn't matter, like, the size of them because 
in regards to intelligence, because if you look at, like, creatures on Earth, like dolphins, they have higher IQs than whales, he says. And crows are smarter than eagles, octopuses are more clever than giant squids, so, you know, size doesn't really make mm-hmm. a difference when it comes to intelligence. Hmm. So they could be super smart, and, I mean, if they're alien, I mean, it doesn't say anything in here about them being aliens that have traveled here. So, I mean, it's just like a theory. Like, there could be a planet somewhere out there with these <laughs> nine and a half foot, ten foot tall, 660 pound <laughs> aliens <laughs> that are, you know, they're as dumb as cavemen, you know, and they, they have no no spaceships that'll get them here, you know, so. Who knows? Maybe the polar bear is actually an alien. I mean, we have them in zoos. Maybe that's why they're pissed off. <laughs> Maybe they look like polar bears, <laughs> not the size. Maybe we got this all wrong. Maybe they look like a polar bear. Maybe they cloak themselves to look like polar bears, and then when they yeah, that's here, unobvious. <laughs> something uh, went wrong with their cloaking devices, and now they're all stuck as polar bears. Yeah, there yeah. You go. That's like a whole other DNA structure for those guys. I mean, we got our own problems down here, but oh hell, what else we got kicking around out there since the polar bear alien experience is going um, left the field? oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well do we tackle this one now is this something we're going to jump right into i tell you what if it was me i would be really pissed off on this next story so would i i would be furious um america's, america's favorite food and pastime yeah this comes from also the huffington post paranormal science division here um well let's just read this article's headline bigfoot is wandering michigan man's property and eating pizza he claims in a police report. Duh, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Breckenridge, Michigan, Midland Law. It's a run-of-the-mill case. Man oh. claims a silent vandalized estate. Request assistance from law enforcement. Well, Except the accused in this instance is Bigfoot, who allegedly has been wandering around a Michigan property for more than a decade, shape-shifting and eating pizza. Shape-shifting? Well, let's, let's, I'm Bigfoot. What do I got out there? Small rodents, mice, rats, snakes. Eh, what else we got? Deer. You know, you get tired of it. I would think at some point. Yeah, oh, you're assuming that they even eat meat at all. Maybe he's eating leaves and stuff. Leaves and trees. Maybe he's a vegetarian. Well, so he's order. He's only comes out when the pizza's cheese. Uh, yeah, cheese maybe, pepperoni. Maybe. He's like, I ain't buying in. That's a good question. Maybe he's picking the pepperoni off of his pizza. Maybe he's ordering, <laughs> ordering veggie pizza. <laughs> It's a vegetarian Sasquatch pizza. Yeah. It's a special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should start that. That guy could probably make some Actually, money. Do you remember years and years and years ago? I remember I was a little kid back then. Pizza Hut had their Bigfoot pizza. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, I do. Okay, this is where the story is <laughs> tying in, people. Bigfoot, Pizza Hut, it's all good. Oh, I would uh, I would venture to say that Bigfoot um, is having his choice of food at that height and size. He could probably take anything he wants. And he's probably like one of those deer guys that leave the food out just to test it. So, who knows? I mean, did he actually see Bigfoot come up and sit down with a soda and say, Hey, give me a slice and let's let's do this? Or um, Apparently he did. He saw Bigfoot. Uh, well, he's seen at least, at least one major sighting. Um, yeah, I don't know. if I mean, if Bigfoot was stealing my pizza, I wouldn't be too happy. Pizza's, no, it's, I mean, it's expensive now, you know? It's... It's like, you know, I can't be buying a $20 pizza and Bigfoot comes along and it's like, hey, it's mine now. And then picks off the pepperoni. Yeah. 
that's just a waste. Mm -hmm. And didn't our parents teach us never to waste our food? That's true. Maybe Bigfoot's parents didn't teach him how to That's just, waste you know, food, you amongst know? other things, shower, yeah. comb their hair, mm -hmm. because it's a big, you know, I don't know. I, I, I can't, this whole Bigfoot thing in, in uh, a scientific term, I don't know if it's real or not, but like my, my whole thought on it is I've never seen one. Most people haven't seen one. But no. yet we have a million little red dots on our United States map going spotted, 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 spotted. Yeah. You know, if you talk to real people who go out there and track this stuff, oh, they got tracks, they got this, they got some like DNA sample from them that's like hair that they don't even know what it belong, what family it belongs to. Yeah, why have why haven't these guys shown up? It's strange. I mean, there are like I'm sure there are tons and tons of species out there that haven't been discovered yet. I mean, they do discover new species all the time every year, but. but Discovering it, discovering discovering a species, either happens by accident, or it happens by accident. And a lot of it happens in like remote areas, like uh, you know, in the rainforests or somewhere where you know there's not people that are frequently. So you're saying there's that much space left that we haven't explored. In places like that, yeah, but I mean, all these Bigfoot sightings are like in North America and Canada. They're all over the place. Yeah, and like these national parks and stuff where there's people all the time. I think if you have all these sightings that you've had, I mean, somebody would have at least had to have a decent picture by now. I mean, you still got something. You still anything. got a, a video from the '60s. That's still the best evidence out there. Yeah, you so don't have like, like a, a gorilla, like you know, swinging from tree to tree or taking like you know five foot strides. Yeah. But maybe this guy's onto something, and he's pulling Bigfoots out by pizza. Yeah, and he also said they're shape-shifting, so who knows? Maybe they're shape-shifting into other creatures or other people. Do we know what pizza place he orders from? Yeah, that's a good... I was going to get into Papa this. Is there a Papa John's out in the middle of yeah, the Midwest does somewhere? Bigfoot, yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> oh, actually, here we go. Here it says, does he know what cuisine Bigfoot prefers? <laughs> Anthony believes Bigfoot... Anthony is the name of the guy who uh, is, you know... Having all these Bigfoot issues. <laughs> the chef. <laughs> he believes that Bigfoot is not an ape man or mammal at all, but a spiritual creature that can shapeshift, shape but when it takes form, eats pizza and defecates. Uh, <laughs> have we checked out this guy? What do the police think about this guy? And should he just stay out in the woods and leave him out there? Well, Midland County Sheriff Scott Stephenson told the Huffington Post that they will not be taking further action on this person's request. Oh, God. You know, some people need not watch TV. They just need to live in their own little world and be left alone. And I think this guy is one of them. Yeah, I mean... What if big... You know... what A spiritual <laughs> creature that can shapeshift. And he takes a dump after he eats. <laughs> when have we heard this in a while? We haven't ever. I guess this is just proof. It's proof of what? It's proof <laughs> that everybody truly poops. Because if a spiritual Bigfoot creature poops, then everybody really poops. Wow. That just went where I didn't think it was going to go. It's really deep stuff. You think there's a Bigfoot out there at, like, Subway? I don't know. <laughs> Is there a sub-Bigfoot out there? I really want to <laughs> go, like, looking for Bigfoot now. Like, maybe we can go to... 
somewhere in like a forest or a park or something like that. And bring some pizzas. Bring some Subway. Bring some Those pizzas. Pizza oh, we can bring Subway. We can bring pizza. We could bring some chicken wings. We're from Buffalo. The you know? first. So we need to bring some, oh, some ducks. We can bring some ducks. Our chicken wings. Some and duffs. We, could, we could have each of us all set up. We'll have to get Allison in on this too because we have three different foods now. And we'll have each of us set up in different areas of the forest or the park and see what food Bigfoot goes to first to see which one he really prefers. And that's the way that we could scientifically answer this question as to what foods Bigfoot prefers. So would this be like a first annual Bigfoot food fest? Yes. I like it. We just have to find a perfect place to go to. It's an awesome idea. That is great. Someone's probably going to steal and do it for real. Great. Well, that's fine. That's that, fine. That's okay. We, yeah. If you do do that there. out there, there, you know how to reach us. You can reach us at podcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us at facebook.com backslash parababble and Twitter parababble at parababble. Let us know if they prefer pizza, subs, or chicken wings. Yes. What is the preferred food of Bigfoot? We need to know what you think. He might not like bones, so maybe go chicken fingers. Yeah, maybe chicken fingers. Hot, mild, medium. I don't know. Would he? I don't know what kind of sauce Bigfoot would like. This is just absolutely bizarre. It is. Well, that's why it's on. It's in Michigan. It's in Michigan. That's why. (laughs) Sorry, Michigan. We know we got a lot of fans out in Michigan, but you know, and you know what? We'll go back a little bit here. This guy is what fifty-two years old. Yeah. Does he live alone or something? I mean, is he? Um. Let's see. It doesn't say anything about it. No, it doesn't really into that oh so you know who knows he could be on some meds shape-shifting he could be eating a pizza on his back porch thinking you know he has to go to the bathroom he thinks it's a big foot we don't know but anyway let us know about the food food favorites out there of uh the sasquatch out in michigan we'll be happy to yeah. post it when we get some uh, results on this one <laughs> yeah these are answers we need to find out all right where are we heading here now Uh-oh. um well let's do this one you want to bring people back We'll bring people back a little bit because the rest is just insane too. Well, well, this is all crazy stuff actually. This is from the Independent. This is a very recent article, and um, there's a plan to bring people back from the dead by freezing their brains and then resurrecting them with artificial intelligence. Hmm. So there's this company, uh, this little independent like uh, company called. Humai, Humai, H-U-M-A-I, and uh, they're developing some kind of technology that would allow frozen brains to have the information that's stored inside transferred to artificial intelligence, like a robot. So they're, in theory, they could basically have someone's consciousness and existence stay alive forever inside of, like, a robot. And they believe that within the next 30 years, they're going to have this. So... Basically, you're going to take my artificial intelligence, so to speak. You're going to freeze my brain. Your real intelligence. My real intelligence. You're going to freeze my real intelligence. Yep. And if you listen to this show, you know what it's all about. And then you're going to put me in a robotic body. Yep. And then you'll be basically be able to live forever because you're a robot. And, you know, if you break down, you just need a little bit of repairs. Well, how do I get smarter then? I don't know. What if I'm a complete F-up? I mean, maybe they'll just, like, uh, upgrade your... Gigabyte memory. <laughs> give me a little more space give up me, in the give dome. Give me a little more RAM. Give me an upgrade into a two terabyte brain. Now, do I get a? Will I get a choice of bodies? I mean, I would assume so. Okay, because I want a good looking robotic frame. Yeah. I want all the features. You know, nice big hands, muscles, 
Of course, I want to be well endowed for all the other robotic ladies because you never know. But so this company's out there freezing up stuff and then saying, we're going to move it over into, uh, that's a lot of work. Is it worth it? I can see this being like a Skynet situation where before they could download any people's brains into these robots, they actually take over, the machines take over. Really? Hmm. T-100. Kill them us all, Arnold. Uh, so this is not a good idea. I don't know. We'll find out in 30 years when they're ready to do it. I might not be here in 30 years. I need to know now. Well, if you're not here in 30 years, make sure you have a will written out so that your brain is frozen. Because then they could just bring you back. Don't they do that now? They, they probably do. Didn't, do Walt, we... didn't Walt Disney do that, did they say? Um, or is that an urban legend? I think that's an urban legend. Yeah. I Save also thought he was buried. They said, no, totally going off track here. He was buried in the, uh, uh, what's the lake in uh, Walt Disney down there? Oh, um, in the middle of that lake or pond or whatever it is. Yeah. That was another one I heard. But uh, if he is frozen, I, I, I have no idea how this works. I don't know how this extends, but I can't see a bunch of robotics with human brains running around because there are some stupid people. So that would lead me into contracts. We're only going to take the, as we say, in the paranormal world, the highest and the best. <laughs> so the rest of them get scrapped for brain food. Who knows? They could be pepperonis for the Bigfoots. You need to take an IQ test before you're resurrected to be before, a mortal. So on my deathbed, as I know that I'm dying, i got to take an IQ test. Yeah, you're not going to be a robot. They're like, okay, we know you're dying right now, but if a train coming from the south was traveling at 75 miles an hour and a train coming from the north was coming at 67 miles per hour, what time would they, would they run into each other? Uh, yeah, shoot me now, yeah. please, and not in the head, I guess. <laughs> So then we all want to preserve our heads and our brains, which, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, this story is a lot bigger than just, you know, the surface stuff here because you can go into a lot of things. You could take, you know, scholars' brains that are, are getting close to passing on and, you know, reenacting them in, a, in a, another life form, you know. But with a brain <clears throat> and the robotics, would robotics be... Um, that's the word I'm looking. Able physically to do some of the things we needed to do. I mean, is the technology up there yet? It might be in 30 years when they say that they're ready to do this. But even now, I'm, I'm reading this article a little bit more, but it says that before a person dies, the company would use artificial intelligence to study the conversational style and behavior of their customers. Uh, that data would then be fed into some sort of data chip that the person... Uh, was being reanimated would be preserved. So it's a transfer. That's what it sounds like. So it's not really like, I mean, you'd be dead. It'd just basically be a copy of, of from your, what I'm understanding. Your thinking and your style. Not so much who you are, person, soul-wise. They're yeah. taking your brain waves, what you know, your knowledge, how you deal and interact with things. So you're taking the, the physical part of the brain, not the... Um, spiritual part yeah so maybe say. maybe not so much even a uh a transfer so it's like a copy and paste you know a copy and paste yeah that's the best way hey, Rob. from what i'm understanding here you done know, just copy and paste i mean don't we have movies like this already probably yeah well, lots of them actually yeah where we're just moving brain cells I think, over didn't one just come out recently i don't know it was like uh i think it was with like ryan reynolds was like the person that was being transferred into oh where he goes overseas I don't, Is that the one? I don't know. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Like I think there's like some rich old guy, and he was mm. dying, and he's like, oh, and transferred his consciousness into a, a new body, a younger body. 
Yep. And what did we say in, when we study like um, where some of our ideas come from? Old, new movies. Yeah. Because in movies about. you can do any type of magic you want, and then we find out that a lot of these scientists are going backwards, and they're saying, hey, they did this. How did they do that? And that's where they get their idea from, and then we bring it into technology today. So, you know, nothing. <laughs> it's all about a good screenwriter, I guess. If you can do this in a movie, well, how did they do it? Let's figure it out. And next thing you know, we have it. So. Yep, and here it is. I mean, the movie just came out. I think it was called Selfless, actually. Okay. Now that I'm remembering, yeah, it just came out, and it's like, it sounds just like this article with people bringing, well, in the movie they're using like real bodies but right same kind of idea here so know? we understand it in, in film form just in real life they're going to use robots to transfer people's consciousness into I like the whole uh, cryogenics of it all I like the freezing part of it and stuff like that that yeah. stuff fascinates me I want to know what's going on in these little micro labs in the middle of nowhere that nobody knows about you know I also read somewhere else in a different article a uh, different website that had the same article that was running about this that it's only uh, a team of six people that's developing this so that's crazy to me I wonder if they're on the list you know the list they've probably backed their brains up already <laughs> they already backed their brains up <laughs> all six of them signed a contract away if anyone should go <laughs> you put me in here and we take it mm -hmm. from there I wouldn't be surprised I mean there's lots of things that we don't know about that are probably light years ahead of what we're doing right now. This stuff that this news that hits us now is probably already ten years, fifteen years old. It's just now making Yeah, you gotta little, you gotta wonder how long they've been working on this already that they said like, you know, they're not gonna have it done for another thirty years. Or it's not gonna be available to the public within thirty years. Yeah. And you know, to kind of back up that little idea there, um, I have a family member who uh, worked in um, the government at one point. And I was asking some questions and just prodding around because you know how government is. They're, you know, they're doing the best for our country. And I said something about the stealth bomber. The stealth bomber was, before we actually got a hold of it, it was already 15, 16 years there, you know, available, but we had not used it. It's still in the testing phase, but it was there. So it just goes to show you the news that we hit is old news in the science world and amongst the, you know, how should we say, the, um, the clubs. The general public is... The general public, up. yeah. We don't want to scare them off, mm -hmm. you know. you got to wonder how these UFO sightings that people always have. It's like, maybe that's just aircraft that we'll have 10, 15, 20 years from now. Right. Next thing you know, you see this little disc and that's mm -hmm. shuttling us around the planet instead a of a... triangle. Yeah, a traditional plane. Yeah. You know, what are the Wright brothers thinking now? But then again, where did they get that technology from in the first place? Aliens. Uh -oh. Aliens. Here we go. Conspiracy theories all over the place. Yeah. So, yay or nay to freezing our brains and being put into uh, robotic plastic and steel. What do you think? Yay if it's a transfer. Nay if it's just a copy. Because you'd still be dead. You'd just have a copy of yourself. So, Which wouldn't matter to you because you'd still be dead. Exactly. So it wouldn't really matter. You're just taking my... It's almost like an organ donor. Yeah. You're giving somebody else life or something else life. So I say it's good, you know. But what happens if, before we get off of this subject, what happens if a friend or a family member passes away and we have this technology and you're still alive to see that? 
that's where people use it from. Do you find it weird? I think so. My my little Jimmy, he passed away. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Hey, can you plug him into this model? Bam. Now Jimmy's alive and moving around. What do you want to eat? You know. <laughs> Is he giving a sound like him too? Let's talk about vocal cords. Where's that coming in? They could probably, I mean, they have like voice uh, synthesizers now. I mean, you could just go on the internet and say like text to speech and you can get like basic like robotic sounding text-to-speech things. I'm sure they're um, improving on that all the time. Like, look at GPSs. Okay, so what if I say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I, I, I like this. I want to go and sign up on the big sheet here. And I'm a, uh, do I have to sit down and say, you know, write out, <clears throat> they have a list of things for me to read. Yeah, maybe. And then they just take my voice and they replicate it when they put it in the, the chip or whatever they're going to use. Yeah. It could be. So you really never lose me, you know, you just got to oil me up every once in a while. I can't stand, stand near a fire because if I'm plastic, I'll burn, so no cooking in the uh, kitchen. But it's just, uh, it's craziness. Yeah. I, uh, I'm all for it because I won't be around. <laughs> Technically, I won't be around. Technically. But yes, freeze the brains. Mm-hmm. What do we got kicking up? Um, we're back at the Huffington Post. Science. Americans aren't sure if trying to contact aliens is such a great idea. Well, um, the people have been reached out to. How do they feel about it? Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's see, because there's a poll here. Uh oh. That says, "Do you think it is a good idea or a bad idea for science for for scientists to try and make contact with intelligent life on other planets? Good idea, bad idea, or not sure?" What do you think? I'm going to say bad idea. I'm going to say not sure, but okay. So what is it? Okay, well, actually, this is interesting. You got 37% uh, bad idea. Oh, wait, these are two polls taken at two different websites with two different results, so this is weird. Um, well, okay, there's a Huffington Post, and then there's a... You go. <laughs> the government you site. Go. All <laughs> Americans, yeah. So let's let's listen to the, what the all Americans say. Rather than Huffington Post readers. Um, 37% said it was a good idea. Okay. 27% says it's a bad idea. Mm. And 36% don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea. So you got good and not sure, neck and neck. Yeah. And then you got bad idea just a little bit. So we are skeptically curious yeah. about this I mean, idea. My first response was to say bad idea, but well, I don't know. I mean, it's... You don't know because you don't know what kind of aliens could be out there. Do you want to reach out first and say, hey, you know, we're good people. We're trying to make, you know, make new friends here. Or do you want to wait for them to come to us and, and kind of dictate what's happening and why are they here? And then we have to second guess them. Yeah, exactly. It's like if they're intelligent, if they're highly intelligent, mm -hmm. then they probably know about us already. So trying to reach out to them probably won't make any difference because... They already know about us. I mean, if they obviously don't want to so, make their presence known to us, or they do, I don't know, and you know, we just don't know about it. So it kind of falls into the 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 idea that we're already at with aliens. Yeah. We think that they're out there watching us. But either way, if they already know about us, uh, they're obviously way more advanced than us. And if they feel like at any time they could just like snap their finger and crush us, 
Well, they would be. They're polar bears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're 661 pounds of no, polar those, bears. Those were the dumb aliens, I thought. You well, know what? I'm be. sending in the uh, pizza-fed Sasquatches to fight the uh, polar bears. Then we might have a chance. Yeah, other than that, I'm running. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, you know, the whole alien, this, this, this whole theory of, you know, is it the government? Is it, you know, not, does our government even know? I mean, are we watching? Are they watching us? Do we... You know, I read a couple articles where we've made deals with these guys and, you know, they can test on us. That comes into the whole, hey, I've been abducted. They want to know about us versus, well, we want a couple aliens here. It's like the X-Files. It is definitely an X-Files episode. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it's a, a I, like I said, I wager on that not sure idea. Um, it could be a very bad idea if we really try to track it down. But you think... After all these sightings and reports of aliens and unknown things up flying around there, them UFOs, you would think at some point something would have happened by now since the early 30s or 40s when this stuff was going on. Not even that. We can go back to caveman time where they're drawing pictures of like ships and there's paintings, these old um, historic paintings that have like little alien discs or whatever you want to call them in the picture. Where are these coming from? Yeah, really. So why haven't they just said, we're here? You know? I don't know. You know, is it the cuisine? Is it our attitude? Are we a pompous world? Maybe they don't need anything from us. I've heard that we exist because here's a crazy conspiracy theory out there that uh, we are like less evolved forms of these really highly intelligent aliens that are out there that are so advanced that they have like no empathy and they have no like nothing phases them emotionally. So they created us to sort of study us and see like. How they used to be. So it's basically like us stepping on a cockroach. Yes. Okay. There, there's nothing we can offer them, but they study us anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, they could. It's almost like they're learning about themselves or what they used to be. If we are, in fact, so you're saying because much less oh, like evolved idea. versions of them. <laughs> Why did this go this way? Well, this is what happened back yeah. in like 1890 when you were circling around. We saw this idiot do something which led into this, yeah. or mm-hmm. and we learn from our mistakes and we become a higher intelligence for it. Yeah, exactly. Huh. That's interesting. I uh, I'm still sticking with uh, I'm not sure, but. You know, if I get abducted, I'll let you know how I feel about that yeah. in the morning. Yeah, I should probably say not sure, too. I'll change my mind because, I mean, you don't know what kind of aliens are out there. They're going to see it. I mean, maybe they're, just, maybe they're friendly and they're going to be like, oh, look at these stupid earthlings. Let's let's help them out by giving them, like... But do you think our sole intent as a, a world or a government um, reaching out to these aliens, are we actually trying to control the curve first before they get to us? So, you know, us saying, do we have an ulterior motive here? We want to know about this before you know about us, which, you know what I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm driving at here? There's an ulterior motive that we need to get there first, and we need to get a contact with these guys because, you know, other than that, it's going to be them coming to us, and they have to think the same thing, you know? But if they're that, like you said, if they're that highly intelligent, they already know what we're up to. Yeah. We're trying to, you know, and that's why they're not even biting. They're just saying... <laughs> Stupid humans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're like, hey, please come talk to us. Say hello. We'll send you up this. Da, da, da. They're like, yeah, no, I know what this is all about. And if that ever actually happened where they did come and talk to us, everybody would shit their pants. And that's, that's a, that is a great idea because that is why a lot of these conspiracy things are hidden. People couldn't handle it. 
Yeah. There'd be mass mm-hmm. hysteria. Just think about like religion alone, like all the religions out there. That would be nuts. Well, let's not even get into why the Pope no, and no. the Vatican has the largest satellite. Oh, we'll be getting into Vatican conspiracies <laughs> soon, and there will be aliens. Why involved. do they have? A, <laughs> why doesn't our government have a bigger one? <laughs> if religion and state don't mix, <laughs> why aren't we having a bigger uh, telescope out there so we can see what's going on out there? No, the Pope. That will be a whole show in itself. You thought the Pope Mobile was cool. Wait till you get a hold of this mess. The Pope UFO? <laughs> Pope <laughs> UFO. <laughs> All right. Okay. What, are we, what are we messing with now? I know we like Huffington. No, nah, we're going to go away from Huffington. Now. Oh, All right. No more Huffington. Um, okay, so this one is from Extraterrestrial TV via YouTube. And it's actually a video, which is not the best form of media for a podcast. But it's a quick video, and I'll post a link on the Parababel Facebook page. Again, that is at facebook.com slash Parababel. So basically, this is from, actually very recently, this is from November 25th, 2015. I could have been eating turkey. Yeah, exactly. You could have been eating turkey, but if you were paying close attention in Siberia, (laughs) you would have seen a stunning UFO appear over an Ikea store. That's got to be true, Rob. It's got three stars. Yeah, yeah, right in the title here. Stunning UFO appears over I- or Ikea in Siberia. Star, star, star. Ikea is involved with everything. Yeah, but they are through YouTube. They are extraterrestrial TV. And like I said, I will post a link to this on the Parabattle Facebook page. So Jeff and I are going to take a look at this video, which is less than a minute long. And um, let's see what we think this is. Um, Bunch of cars driving up and down the street. I is- see something up here. It looks yep. like uh, a flashlight, actually. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's Throwing like a off a glow. That's. This could also easily be faked. I actually made a fake UFO video one time, that I did not claim to be real, but I was. I just made it uh, as a point to show like how easy it was to fake a UFO video, which really sucks for UFO hunters and stuff like that. But because it can be so easily faked, but. Where did it go? Yeah, it just kind of disappeared. It just—it started out looking like, like a flashlight, throwing off a glow in a dark room, like a almost like a smoke. Yeah, it's got like a big trail behind it, mm-hmm. like a, a ball. Yeah, oh. there's like a bright light at the center, and then like it trails off. And there's the semi in Siberia. Yeah. And then, and then the bright kind of light fades. just kind of fades off. And then it and, just looks like a cloud. Yep. And then whoever's taking this video stops. Why would you stop if it was still somewhat faded up there? In case it came back, I would have my camera running twenty four seven on that thing until yeah, it was now, completely gone. I said they're easily faked, but it did. It does say here that. Uh, hang on, it said that it was actually witnessed by hundreds of people across several countries. Several countries. So that's that's a pretty big. Uh, and astronomers have ruled out a comet or meteor. It looked like it was moving too slow. Yeah, it almost it, it looked like a meteor if you saw mm-hmm. it, but it was going very slowly. It was just kind of like in slow motion almost. It was... Other theories include an intercontinental ballistic missile or an unreported launch from a spaceport in northern Russia. And nothing went boom. It just kind of drifted off into nowhere. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Well, what do we got? How many likes we got on that? How many likes? Six. Six likes, 951 <laughs> views on YouTube. Yeah, that's not really big, 951 views for something being so, like, over the top, but... 
Yeah, I mean, maybe the aliens, if they're aliens, they just wanted to shop at Ikea. I'm going to go with UFO. UFO. Unidentified flying object. We do not know what it is. It could be a missile. Yeah. and It could be anything. By definition, that's what it is. And that's what I'm going to stick with because it, it looks too skittish. Like you said, you've made fake videos before. Yeah. And it's, it's very easy to do with today's technology and software. So yeah. I'm going to get I didn't even use anything fancy. I just used Photoshop, of all things, to edit a video. Yeah. So, nah. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing standing out there going, wow, let's look to, look into this yeah. a little further. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit. For faking say it? That, no, no, it's <laughs> for it not being faked because it said that there were so many eyewitnesses, but it, I mean, they're not really telling, telling well, us exactly who these eyewitnesses what if, are. Let's go, but what about the city in the sky? That obviously <laughs> seen by thousands and thousands of people. Let's get into that because I know you wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to touch base on that because I know, uh. There was a lot going on with that, and if they did some uh, work on it, that's that's pretty impressive. Yep. There's an eyeball. Yeah. So, for anyone who didn't know, uh, this was a story a couple months ago, I think, mm-hmm. that in China, there was a city that appeared in the sky. And it looks like a city sitting on top of clouds. It does. It looks like a cityscape. It looks like, you know, your typical like New York, Chicago, whatever. And it's just up in the sky, and there's a video of it. That is amazing. It's a crazy-looking video. There is a thing out there called Project Bluebeam that's somewhat being touted as the uh, answer to this. Um, People have come up with a theory that it is the second coming. People have come up with a theory that it's an alternate um, parallel dimension, and the veil was really thin at that point. And what's happening is we're starting to see this this veil break down. But on the other point of, you know, <clears throat> this being there, the, there's been a theory that the governments are trying to um, prepare people for another, another coming. They're trying to set this up. These are signs that, you know, we're going to be dealing with different things. And they just gave it a little test. Now, if this is faked... It's an amazing fake if you haven't seen it. It's, uh, uh, what's it, uh, what are we on YouTube? Mysterious city appears in the sky above China. It yeah. is, you the clouds watch. are white. They look, it looks like an overcast day. And then darker, you, you see this dark city, yeah. skyline buildings and everything. So again, this will be one I'll throw up on the Parabattle Facebook page, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting video. But I did remember that uh, I read something about how it was like some sort of illusion or some sort of weird reflection. But I mean... How do you get a reflection that big? There was an explanation, and I forgot what it was. And I would have had it ready if I knew we were going to get into this. But I forgot what they said it was. But it was some sort of... uh, uh, There was a scientific explanation for it. Electric? Or no, no, it was some kind of mirage. We have a mirage That's what of a they, city floating in the clouds. Yeah, let me see if I could find the exact way that the scientists put it. But uh, what if, what if they just could they have done this on a sunny day? Could they have faked this on a sunny day? Faked how? Like uh, well, you got these clouds. Uh, it almost looks like the city is sitting on the clouds. It's mingled in and it it meshes in. If we had no clouds. What would we use, like uh, sun flare, so it's super bright, and then you've seen in the brightness, you've seen, 
you know, a city. Yeah, would it have you been there, or would the city have been even clearer? Do we have any uh, software out there where we can actually, like, get a break it down, get a little closer, maybe get a dress on one of these buildings? <laughs> if the resolution was better. If the resolution... Yeah, whoever's filmed this, let's get on top of it. And actually, it is pretty good for filming, because you know how times you get grainy stuff, and... Yeah. yeah, it looks, you, oh my god, I got this UFO here, blah, 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 and of course it's like this grainy little like tablet floating around that you could never pick out of anything. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's definitely something bigger coming our way. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm looking it up now, on, actually, uh, CNN.com has a pretty in-depth article about it, and they actually, they even mentioned that, is it NASA, NASA? faking the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that's pretty funny. And So NASA, quote-unquote, closes their doors, and now they're on to new and bigger things like building... Yeah, they actually described Project Bluebeam, like you were saying right in mm -hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So meteorologists actually initially said that this video was a fake, saying that the natural environment and the location makes it impossible to form such an atmospheric, atmospheric phenomenon. There you go. Hmm. At first they thought it was a fake, right? And then they changed their At opinion. At first on they it. thought it was a fake, but now they're saying that yes, like I said, it's a possibly a mirage. It's something called a feta. I'm gonna butcher Chaka. this name big time. <laughs> a feta morgana has been behind some weird sightings throughout the ages, and is often called on to explain ships that seem to float above water or distorted shapes above the horizon. Um, and the phenomenon is caused by light rays being bent by extremely dense air trapped by alternating layers of warm and cold. Okay. So when you guys out there take a look at this, let us know. These lines are straight edge buildings. You could almost make out like windows to a point. You can see how the architect sets in there and it just kind of clings together. If this is some kind of mirage or cloud or reflection or beam, it's pretty damn good. Because uh, have we ever seen anything like this before in our history? I don't recall ever seeing a so floating city in the then, sky. Then how do they? How did they figure that out? How do they figure out what they called it and not call it something else? I mean, well, they they did use examples of other things like ships floating above the water and things like that, but a ship. Yeah. We're talk, are we talking battleship? Or are we talking a sailboat here? I mean, it, this is big. You know, you guys, you know, you're going to have to decide on yourself on this one because it's just, I've been wanting to look into this deeper and deeper. And I think we might, if we get enough information put together, you know, because usually as these stories happen, folks, give it a few months down the road and more things will come out of the woodwork, whether it was faked or something happening or someone, you know, it's got the latest uh, phone and they're projecting it into yeah. the sky or something. So well, you let us know and I'm going with it's something else. There's, it's, I don't believe what the weathermen are saying. It's, it's, it's bizarre, but I mean, who knows? What do you think, Allie? Oh, I think it's, I don't know what to think. I'm, I'm at Macy's right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... I'll let everybody else judge for themselves. and We'll post that we, up on the yeah, Parababble link. We want to hear what everybody else thinks because we need more opinions on this yep. one. Reach out to us, parababblepodcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash parababble, and if you guys are on the Twitter page, parababble at parababble. 
we will respond to you once the aliens get their contracts worked out. And we get, you know what they want? They want, they want pizza. Just like Bigfoot. Yep. They're getting if really it's picky. good enough for Bigfoot, it's, it's good, good enough, enough for, for them. them. You know? They're done with the fish and the polar bears. Yeah. What do we got here? Uh, next article. I don't know if this one's going to be any decent or not, but it's from before it's news. And Mexican Air Force pilots chase alien craft over Mexico. Hmm. This is a recent article, but then below it says that this actually happened in 2004, so it's kind of old. But it's made its way into the, the files. Yeah, it's, it's a very recent article, but it happened over 10 years ago, so... In Mexico, you get a lot of sightings down. There's a lot of weird things that go down over there. Yeah. You know, chupacabras. Oh, yeah. yeah Apparently just... UFOs now, too. It must be the heat. You think all this is miraged by the heat? People just like, you know, two in the morning hanging <laughs> out. It's like still 85,000 degrees. And they're well, like, look were, at that. These were Air Force pilots that chased these UFOs around. Uh, let's see. The aircraft that the... the um, the Mexican Air Force were flying was equipped with high-tech advanced digital equipment to record all the activities during the operation. So there's a lot of pictures on here. Um, they well, they, had they use a flare. Yeah. And there's pictures. And again, though, these are all there's like white lights, white little dots. There's it looks like there's like six of them, maybe seven. Yeah, I would say that they could be other jets if they weren't so close together. You think they would know from their radar on their planes? Right, they would be able to. Yeah. And again, why would you put that out there? I mean, if you if you, th you thought you knew what it was, why would you put it out there? I mean, you'd say, oh, this is this, this, and this. But if this is unidentified, and a lot of these pilots and people don't they don't uh, they don't come out and speak about these things because they will uh, be looked on a little differently, crazy. You know what you're talking about. They'll yeah. get blackballed out of their jobs. Yeah. I mean, it says here that they were doing a routine flight to detect smuggling drug airplanes during an anti-narcotics operation. So they were looking for drug dealers, and they found UFOs. <laughs> They've taken drug dealing to the skies now. <laughs> They're way up there. We're pushing cocaine and heroin through the skies. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's not really that. I mean, there's pictures, but they're not really that. Yeah. So the aliens have a side job. They got a little agenda going. They got to make a couple yeah. bucks to keep their ships up to they're date. Just, they're just white dots. Yeah, it's very. It could be anything. Who knows? It looks very technical. And, you know, you got the uh, lateral and all that the, mm -hmm. on those scales. And obviously, the source is pretty legit. I mean, it's the Air Force. Right, and it looks very official. Yeah, the Mexican Air Force, so, I mean, it's not some crazy person looking for UFOs. Who knows? They could have took, it, the took it with their flare camera standing on one of the mountains down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are no drug dealers down here. They're in the sky. <laughs> um, what else? Merlin C-62s. Got their flares. They got their radars. All the typical stuff. Um, all the science geeks out there love, like yeah. us. Are you going to post that one too, Rob? So we yeah, I'll post this post. one so they can see the pictures. Yeah, well, that story wasn't so fascinating. No, this one's kind of boring. We'll move on. Mm -mm. Oh, boy. There it is. Also, from before it's news, this article takes probably the two 
most favorite things that we talk about on Parababble and kind of mishmashes them into one thing. And the words are side by side. Look at that. Captured alien described as biblical demon. We have religion and demons side by side. Mm-hmm. So this article basically goes on to explain that aliens, it's kind of like the polar bear one. They kind of have their own idea of what aliens look like, and it goes against the stereotypical little, little green men theory. So... Um, they believe that the, uh, these beings, these aliens, um, do they think that we've already run into them? Probably. There's no evidence that this creature does in fact exist and is helping the U.S. government control the masses. That's up with the chemtrails. Oh boy. <laughs> maybe, yep. it's the, maybe it's the demons flying the planes with the chemtrails. <laughs> That's yeah. how they're controlling the mass population. But God, what do we got? So they're saying that if aliens are demons, or at least you know we think are demons with the stereotypical horns and red eyes and all this stuff, aren't they all? Um, it could also explain the reptilian aliens. Yay, we love those. Um, an entire city saw these creatures, and there are high-ranking military coming out with their stories even. Uh, Entire city saw these? An entire city. It doesn't really... I'm trying to see. I don't, it doesn't really give me an example, though, does it? <laughs> no. And there's no pictures. No. No pictures. No... I can't, I, I can't see... All right. Let's just jump this a little bit here. Uh, a lot of people believe that the Bible was put in place. God and demons or devil were put in place to do what, Rob? To keep us in line. Yeah. So now we have a story with this just maybe rehashed that they're using biblical demons. Here's here's a, yeah, here's a great uh, <laughs> quote from this article. It says, "It is remarkable that of all the reports of abductions by aliens, none seem to have met, be by anyone claiming to be born again Christians. If this is true, then it is the single greatest indication that aliens." in quotations, are actually demonic manifestations posing as extraterrestrial creatures. Layers upon so layers of... they are literally saying that demons are disguising themselves as aliens and they're messing with people who aren't good born-again Christians because, you know... So does this They're have... the ones that deserve it because they're not good born-again So Christians. we have a little bit of the religious push here to control. Yep, definitely. Mm, propaganda, is that mm -hmm. the word we want to use? Yeah, that's definitely coming. Does this have a place where we can get flyers? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Horseshit. I'm calling it out. Sorry, yeah. all you religious folks out there who believe that there are biblical demons out there. Um, up your medicine. That would have been cool, though. Demon aliens. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's see. Do-do-do-do-do. What do you got? All right, we can probably get yeah, one more story. We can, we can get through the next next couple that we got. We got two more. Um, again, from before it's news. Mm -mm. New evidence of reptilians, which are the reptilian aliens. Did we talk about that on Conspiracy Theories episode? Mm, we might have dabbled with it. Did we? I'm not sure. For anyone who doesn't know, there's a crazy conspiracy theory out there that... There are reptilian aliens living among us that are in high-ranking positions in the government and as well as, like, famous people that are very rich to, like, do mean stuff and rule the world. 
but they're reptilian aliens, and Obama's one of them because he has dry skin one day. So, He's a little ashy. <laughs> there's new evidence here, it says. And it's a broken link. So what? I guess there's not new evidence. Unless there was new evidence, and the reptilian aliens that control this country made that link broken because they want to be hidden still. So you're saying the, the reptilians, um, they're actually smart enough to do this? Oh, yeah, they, they know what they're doing. They control everything. I don't know. It's like that uh, they live. It's like they live, the movie. With okay. Roddy Piper. Yes. R.I.P. Yep. Um, no. No. There are no reptilians out there. Or it could be like the uh, uh, the uh, black-eyed kids. Oh, those are creepy. Yeah, and then you got, what is it, the metallical, metallical, metallic voices when they talk, and they're like, yeah. they got weird skin to them and stuff. We got to do a whole show on that one time. Someday. Yeah. I uh, think maybe that falls into the lines of stories like that, because, you yeah. know, okay. I just can't see a reptilian walking up to me and saying, oh, hey. Yeah. So I'm not going to post this on the Facebook page, because... The link for their picture or video or whatever it was going to be, that was the evidence, is broken. So that right. sucks. Last well, article. One more. We got one more. One more. Yeah, perfect timing. On this one-off one show that we just pulled off. Our current events and not-so-current events news stories, where we just go through and find crazy-ass Random stories. gorillas exercising. Yep. So... <laughs> That's basically what this one is. <laughs> from spookcentral.com. The trail cam from Alberta, Canada, shows unknown creature. And this is actually a really clear picture for coming from a trail cam. Um, and, yeah. And, I w again, this is one I will post on the Facebook page. But it's a picture that's showing a large, free, dark creature. Which, it almost, it's kind of hard to tell... Which side's the front of him and what side's the back of him? You don't know if he's bending down or if he's leaning over or what the deal is, but it almost looks like maybe it's Sitting. some sort of Bigfoot. Bit. Is that maybe what they're kind of getting at here? It looks like he's picking a few daisies. Yeah. He looks like he's sitting on his butt and his leg is out to the right. Yeah. You see the form of a head on shoulders, and then the left side looks like it's a giant arm. Yeah. And like I told Rob earlier, looking this over, it almost looks like he's sitting and he's pulling his right side to his left side like he's doing a stretch, but he's sitting down. So, and the picture is like, for a trail cam... It's that, a really good trail cam. And it looks like it's daylight because it looks like there's some sun at the bottom of the screen coming yeah. through. There's a picture you don't ever see during the day. Uh, yeah. Daytime pictures that are clear. <laughs> These are the pictures that all of our, our the paranormal investigators and, and anyone in this type of stuff, this is the type of stuff we look for. And this is bizarre, too, because it's almost like he posed for the picture. It's not like he's off to the side. He's, like, right in the middle of the frame. Oh, yeah, it's perfectly framed. Middle of the day, clear picture. And if it's a trail cam, it doesn't look like there's a trail that's used it, it doesn't look like the grass or the weeds are kind of batted down at all like something would come through there so maybe something just wandered into an open space we don't know uh, yeah i mean it's, i mean it says here in the article that it's the, the picture is so clear that some people are wondering if it's actually just a regular picture that was taken uh on like a preserve somewhere of a gorilla well the woman who uploaded the photo um, said that her name is Penny. She swears that this is the real deal. Mm -hmm. So, 
Okay, Penny. We believe you, Penny, because you took the picture. Mm-hmm. And who was there to validate any of the claims? Nobody. It was your trail cam. Now, that could be the story. You can get your 15 minutes of fame. But you definitely... Uh, oh, actually, no. Penny is not the person who actually took the picture. She knows... No, she, she knows more. That's picture, what I'm sorry. But she knows the person who was a dog slutter who took the picture. There you go. And I'm she sorry. says that he would not fake it because he didn't even know how. Well, that's what I would say, too, if I had a great-looking photo that I wanted to mess with, right? Yeah. I mean, also in this article, this is something I said earlier, too, is that it could also be a bear and yeah. a cub. A bear and a cub, which is kind of interesting. So maybe, like, the the shape to the right is the cub and the other one's, like, the mama bear. Well, here, and this leads to the BS theory. As paranormal investigators, what do we do? We bitch at grimy-looking photos and videos, like, oh, my God, this is a... Cr-. In today's technology... We have such clear-cut, precise picture and ways to get stuff like that. It's like, oh my God, there it is. And it's this picture you can't see. And we go, ah, it's not real, it's faked, it's whatever. And then you come into this side and look at this picture. Crystal clear. I mean, you can yeah. you can count the blades of grass. And then you go, ah, it's got to be faked. It's too... It's, it's too easy to, to have this in front of us as evidence. This is how pictures should be, though, with the way that technology is Every piece so much out better. There. Everybody has an HD uh, camera in their phone now, so it's like... Yeah, it's not like you're taking your roll of film to, uh, you know, the Kodak store in the yeah. corner. That, yeah. Those days are gone. I mean, so what do you do with this? Do you throw it in as yeah or no because you have what we as investigators want, the perfect picture? We got something. It's a perfect picture. Yeah, it's perfect, but it's not because it's so unclear as to you know what what it is. What is it? You know, I mean, it's not standing up. It is a bigfoot. And let's do this. That would be that would be the perfect picture. Doesn't a trail cam? Isn't it motion activated? Yes. So where are the rest of these pictures? Every time that thing moved away or came into view, it should be. They might. It depends. They all like have different settings, so who knows? I mean, I would like to see the next picture if there was one. Before, after. What's our rule when we take pictures? Always at least two. Always at least two, two pictures in and a row. And most of your cameras are set up for a series of three. Yeah. So maybe this trail cam, maybe they were inexperienced with it. Who knows? But I would have definitely had it set where it... Yeah. You know? So we, we can post this one up there, and you guys can kind of figure out what this brown blob is. But it's a clear brown, brown blob. Yeah. So, <clears throat> again, you can reach out to us. Yeah, parababblepodcast at gmail.com. That's a big one for us. Facebook is another one. Facebook.com slash parababble. And Twitter is just at parababble. At parababble. That that one we'd like to see more people on. We like Twitter. I use Twitter a lot. I was trying for a while. We kind of abandoned it. But if we get more tweets at us, we'll we'll hop back on there. Yeah. So what do you think? Allie's uh, not going to Skype in on us today? No, she's, she's off on probably looking for bigfoot somewhere in the city huh yeah she's a city girl she's a city girl so hopefully we didn't do too much damage down here in the basement in the vault yeah we just kind of rambled around and we got a ton more coming up for you like i said 2016 is going to be huge for us we got some really big uh cast of characters lined up and parababble will keep working as long as you want us here so again we thank you for listening and we will catch up with you next time